Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know in very little that you need to know. I'm Eric Zempa. I'm Brady Stuffel. And I'm Annie Larner. Hey, welcome in. We have been off on a break. Yeah. Uh, I have been driving around lovely Wichita and the Kansas Ooh. region for nice. the last week at a conference. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to go to rural America, that's for sure. Uh, and I actually mean that with all sincerity. Actually, it was it was a lot of fun, so it was cool. Totally. You got to get out of gotta get out of town. Did it make Longmont feel like the big city when you came back? It actually is funny. I mean, you know, I always think about like Wichita as, as like, um, you know, a, a, a small town, but it's not, it's big. Sure. It's like half sure. a million. I mean, that just yeah. kind of blows me away. I mean, you know, in, in, in total, you know, respect, I think it's like, oh, okay. I go there and I think I'm going to Longmont, but I'm not, I mean, it's right. a, you right, know, it's totally. a much bigger community. So. Yeah. What? Because yeah, like, what's the? What are the most populated places in Kansas? It's like can't obviously Kansas City. Like, which yeah, but Kansas City is mostly in Missouri. Right. So, right. 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 Yeah, right. They yeah. you know they lay claim ma- yeah. mainly by name to that. But what are the others? There's Wichita. So it's really else? Topeka, Wichita, and Lawrence. Those are kind of the Lawrence. three. Yeah. Isn't Lawrence for the, the university. Is? Yeah. Right. Ku, okay. and then Manhattan, uh, K State. I lived in Manhattan. Yeah, but. Right. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, still, in Topeka still. and Topeka and Wichita are pretty much the bigger ones, you know, yeah, if you think about like it. Kind of like Colorado so. Springs style yeah. size. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But I mean, really good coffee. I had, mm-hmm. Shout out to Reverie Coffee Makers. They roast their own. And that place, I've been there. Um, every time I go to this conference, I go there and I just think they do really exceptional coffee. So wow. really good. Yeah. Nice. Crazy. I praise yeah. from Hazampa. I know. That's, yeah. that's bad. And I still owe you both some coffee. Uh, oh, I being, know, I know. Is, yeah, yeah. Got to come like correct my palate that was tolerant of Duncan beans <laughs> on the reg. <laughs> where were you in? Where were you at Duncan? No, no. Like I feel like uh, Duncan is like a go-to whole bean for me that no. is on the cost quality curve. See, so, yeah, here, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, no, you yeah. can't. No. no, it's. I'm saying tolerant. I'm not saying it's like that nice, but you know, for. Seven, yeah. eight dollars for you know yeah. a thing of it's. I don't even know if it's a pound anymore. Is no, they're 16 ounces. 16? No, because a pound is 16 ounces in a pound. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. probably so 10 ounces or 12 ounces. The, yeah, the bougie coffees are like 12 ounces and it's like yeah. twice as much. But yeah, yeah you can yeah. get 16 full whole bean ounces uh, for not, it's you know, for the price. And <laughs> yeah. if you, you don't feel bad when you don't like drink the rest of the pot and yada yada and i know yes, you know it's I do have it a, is, brewer, a drip brewer auto one we we made that change eventually i was doing like the the um the chemex like every day we did the chemex for so long and eventually we looked at ourselves one day and we're like we have a one and a three-year-old and we're doing this chemex thing in the morning and it is brutal and we're like banging our heads we're gonna we're just gonna plunge we're gonna go for the drip we're gonna go for the push a button and it goes i mean you still have to grind it and do a thing but like oh my gosh our lives have changed and we keep thinking we'll go back to the chemex and nope but we no, did God bless you. I, I think that you are much more dedicated than I would have been. I would have been like, no way. I mean, back <laughs> in the day when our kids were little, it was like we had the automatic one that ground it and then like oh, made yeah. it. <laughs> didn't even grind it. <laughs> just couldn't deal with it. But after broke, you know, we had several models of those just because that was so cool. You'd wake up, you'd hear this grinding noise and wake up right. and have coffee. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. But I will yeah, tell you, being on the road. Um, so I, like I said, I drove down there and, you know, after a while, you know, got a few Starbucks along the way and you're just like really done with Starbucks. That's for sure. You're just oh. like, okay, I'm done. You know, it was just to keep you kind of awake and alert yeah. unless you could find an independent roaster and you were like, oh, okay, this is really cool. But 
but then you take your chances so there too Starbucks. as well. You just never know. Yeah. I'm just covered in Starbucks. It's yeah. just terrible. It is. So it's bad. crazy. In fact, when you're in Eastern Colorado, there's a sign that says 70 miles until Colby, Kansas, <laughs> where the next Starbucks is. Oh my gosh. Oh my. So it's like a big thing. So anyway, but what do you, you've been getting into trouble while I was away. Did you both go to the Cobble well, bar missed, and get really wild or what's been going on? You yeah. missed restaurant week, which was a great, you know, it was no, like, that's right. Yeah. I was at a lot of restaurants this week, not even necessarily because of restaurant week, just kind of for different reasons ended up at them. But I did do, I'm going to blow it. Is it Faro or Faro? Faro, yeah. Faro for yeah. restaurant week. And it was, it was so good. nice. Did the, yeah. yeah, did the menu and they had this like, actually like an eggplant chili dish and then a steak. And then they had a, like a fall pumpkin-y type of dessert. And I think the dessert was my favorite course. It was incredible. Mm. And it was just so nice in there. It was so, it's like a great date night place. The, the lights are like so dark. I was almost like, it's... It's too dark in here. I, I, I can't read anything. I need to get my phone out. Like it was so dark, but it was like good ambiance and kind of vibey. And there were lots of people. It was like a Wednesday night and it was totally full. It was so fun. Was That's very cool. No, is that where Lucky Pie used to be? Is yes. that where that is? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I miss so like Lucky Pie. I thought that was level. a really cool place too yeah, as well. They yeah, they were awesome. It was a, it's a bummer yeah. they left, but it's a really cool spot down there, like kind of like down basement I liked it yeah. a lot. So Pharaoh again, Niwot. I can't remember the cross street, but yeah. Uh, Niwot's not yeah. that big. Yeah. yeah. It's not that just, big. Just, just Google it. Just kind of walk around. Yeah. You'll find it. It's not and, on like the main second street or whatever the downtown drag is. It's more across Cottonwood Square, but exactly. anyway, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. And um they what's their vibe? Their their thing is that they do they source all of their food within a ten mile radius of the restaurant, so it's like oh. hyper local. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know that that was their deal. I have to tell you, it was probably one of the worst interviews we ever did on Side Dish when I was well, exhausted. I remember that it was their them. deal because I was a was listener terrible. and I heard that interview. And it was terrible. It was oh. awful. I felt so embarrassed. So oh. if you're listening from Pharaoh, probably because you gave up the listening to the show, but if you ever want to come back, let us know. But, yeah. <laughs> to do a better job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We, we promise Eric will take a nap before. No, not, I was like not during. Like, yeah, exactly. I painted the kitchen and then oh, the that, that was that the one? same day. Yeah. I yeah. remember like yeah. talking to you after and you're just yeah. like, Yeah, well, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> just like, well, it's it funny because I dead eyes. That. Oh, no, it was God. bad. It was so bad. Yeah, but, the interview was probably okay, but I like Eric's eyes were just like, oh, Yeah, great. Yeah. All right. Bye. And then Brady came screaming in late. I knew you were gonna be late. <laughs> and so I was kind of doing it myself and then Brady oh, comes screaming in, which is great. That was good because it lifted the energy to like hey. exponentially. Yep. So it was good. Um, let's well, see. Uh, so where else have you been, Annie? Did you say you've been to a few places? Yeah, we did too. Well, we shipped our kids off for two nights this last weekend. I was down at CU doing a bunch of alumni stuff. It was super fun. So we had two nights and we went out. Where'd we go? We went to Tangerine at least. Oh yeah. I've never been there. It was my first time. We woke up the next morning and said, let's go. I know. And I love breakfast place and I just haven't like gotten around to it. So So wait a minute. You went to the Tangerine in Boulder is your first Tangerine experience? No, no, no. Sorry. In Longmont. Yeah. We did end up at least back at my own house in for, and we went to the Tangerine in the morning and it was fantastic. It was so, it was good. Yeah. I had a really good dish there, the special and like it, it's so cool in there. I love what they've done inside. It's and awesome. Yeah. It's I don't even remember horrible. what the sandwich place was that was there a long time ago. Yeah. I have Rose? no idea. Oh yeah. Rose that something? place. Was it the, was it? Ro- no, I don't remember. Was it, what it, Rosie? Was it? Ro- no. 
I mean, it's sad you don't remember this, I but I remember I the, there like the couple time. that, yeah, the couple that redid that building and then turned it into that kind of gourmet food store sandwich place. And yeah, oh, Sunrose was it Sunrose? Sunrose Cafe. Yes, 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 you got yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. had a sandwich there after I went gluten free. Yeah, it wasn't great. Not, not, not. I'm not dragging yeah. on Sunrose, but like yeah. my. <laughs> It was very mealy. Like a lot of gluten-free bread is just not very good. And yeah. so I remember yeah. going, okay, well, maybe I'll just eat it at home. <laughs> There's a real banger by uh, Glass Animals, the band, called Tangerine, by the way. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. listened to that, go listen to that. Mm. Nice. Cool. Nice, nice tie-in. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice tie-in. Like, nice segue, yeah. We, we also ate at Urban Field, which I'm just like becoming more and more of a fan of that pizza. I think it's so, so good. And that place was full, too. It was crazy. I mean, it was Saturday night, but it was very busy. And, um, and then finally, I know we've been eating out all week. It's so crazy, but this is yesterday we went to, uh, Casa Agave, which is like the te- family. I think it used to be called like family tequila or something. And it's the one that's down on South Pratt and Ken Pratt kind of by the Safeway. Oh, it used but to be tequilas. Yeah. Tequilas. Yeah, right? But yeah. I think they call yeah. it Casa Agave, but you okay. still can Google it. Anyway, yeah. just kind of your classic family style Mexican, yeah. but I felt like they like run a good they run a good like thing. They run a tight there. ship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. It was yeah. it was really fun. I, I like you got to go to Rosario's. We took friends there this past weekend. I'll it. tell you. It was um, on the short that list. That place is awesome. It, they were mm. packed. They were packed. Nice. It was cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you on Urban Field and I love their bar. I guess so, the bar is yeah. so, we sat at the bar actually. It was so yeah. nice. It's very cool. They were also really busy and I'm happy for them because they need Me to too. be, yeah, yeah, want to be successful. That area is so. just on the yeah. up and up. It's cool. I think so. Yeah. So lots of things to do during restaurant week. That's pretty yeah, cool. That's like is where, um, what was that place called? Um, I thought it was tequila. Efference? Yes. Yes. Efference? I believe so. No. Used to be Efren's before that. Yeah. 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 But then isn't there like another like just burrito place that's in the retail strip? If yeah. The strip yeah, mall behind that. Right. Games and yeah. Then, yeah burrito like Express. A- yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. so. Where the new gigantic fire station is I being know it's built. looking yeah. so good. It's coming yeah. along nicely. So for those people who are listening, and you try to do your bingo on the map right now, that's like Ken Pratt and <laughs> and Terry Street, correct? Is that the Terry Street overpass? Well, yeah. Yeah. no, Ken Pratt and not Terry. Uh, Delaware. No, but I mean the 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 Delaware and the the uh, street that intersects Ken Pratt Parkway is that Terry Street. See, I never know the Everpath no, Street. Is no, it Terry no. like or is way it all the way, it's way, way back Parkway downtown. at that point? Oh, is it? Yeah, because it goes from Terry, and then it, as you go over the bridge, it's it's South Pratt Parkway. Oh, okay. I'm literally looking yeah. at a map. So like it's I'm Terry seated. Street, and it turns into South Pratt overpass it goes over the yeah. bridge yep and yeah. Then, oh uh, yeah. right yeah, yeah that's true so i always call it terry street overpass but that's not really <laughs> technically correct <laughs> do you yeah, it's close that's enough. so funny i forget that i don't think of them as the same i just i'm like i don't know well they're they not are. the same it's just they join each other yeah. right yeah. yeah you drive if you drive south on one it just turns into turns the into the other one, one. Yeah. basically the same yeah. thing but again that's the notorious light of no return that is the light of a thousand years so if you go up on third street that's it's the terrible. light of a thousand years you that's get so a green yeah. on one fourth yeah. of it like yeah. the whole time yeah time so i try to avoid that intersection like the plague because it's horrible and yeah, yeah. so bad. but that light when i'm there i'm like who's driving man? like who is even because like everybody in every conceivable spot will just be stopped and you're going who's who's driving so in the best there's cheat, one of though, my there's one of my <laughs> this is a story for one of my aunts from years and years ago probably back in the 60s or early 70s saying like they were they were driving from town to town back where I live, I lived, and then they were smoking a little bit of the the left handed cigarette, like a tipperillo. Yeah. yeah, like a tipperillo, and like <laughs> it was just right. I'm like they were so 
enthused by that that they forgot who was driving the car and they're like who's driving the car man and like they just like yeah it was that kind of day they were doing that and like i think of that saying all the time when i'm just like nobody's driving at the lights i'm like who's driving the car man because it really feels like is somebody just like a a left-handed cigarette enjoyer here at this light because (laughs) nobody is going but that's just the light it just it's always red like yeah. on every side. So I like know. I was yeah, I was I was gonna say I used to think there was a cheat there. You'd turn right because the green arrow would come up yep. as you get to the top of the hill. But then you go over to Kaufman and the light's usually red. Oh, I, I would say like ninety nine percent of the chance it will the be light red is if red. You, if yeah. you try to that exact that's yeah. like the exact time when it's red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like there's no there's no getting around that intersection. Once you're tucked into that intersection, you're, <laughs> you're there, there for a long time. Well, we have yeah. a good yeah. authority from Phil Greenwald himself that he said yeah. they made yeah. that like hard to drive through to keep Third yeah, Street from becoming exactly. So it's exactly. Oh, probably. They did. Oh, yeah. Like he that? said that they. I oh. said that they greased the lights. Oh, interesting. They, they'll oh, do that to like. Yeah, the engineer and so just, people don't go down third. Yeah. Yeah, and he said they did wow. it in just the one direction. So they they. Oh wow, yeah. dude, that's crazy. Yeah. That's it is. Not... It's really. It's kind of. And cool, I'm like, but... well, okay, since I live over there, I'm like, yeah, well, really? I don't need a lot of traffic. It's fine. But I was going to tell you that kind of is a good segue, Annie, to Ann Brady about just all the construction that's going on. So like on Main Street, there's tons of construction. Then my big cheat too is like getting over to Collier I'd take 11th and then 11th was like just blocked off and, and I always forget I'd come that back from King Supers yeah I'd come back from King Supers and then want to turn right on 11th and ultimately I would and I'd be like darn <laughs> I have I to go around you're yeah. stuck and then you waste yeah. all the time I've definitely gotten caught in that trap a few times in the last week seriously yeah I'm like getting I'm finally trained because if I'm coming up Maine I'll just turn right on ninth you know I'm like finally trained I'm like oh better do it you know <laughs> we're going all the way to 11th but it took me a minute the brains yeah I know but Main know, Street is a mess so don't go down Main Street I know Street. what's going on they're doing a bunch of like repaving, repaving or something. yeah yeah that's always yeah and then, um, oh, I I did ride on the the eight black shuttle service recently. You did, yeah. Mm. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I went home. I'm trying to like, why did I? Why do I feel like I wasn't in town? It's because my grandma turned ninety, and I went home for her birthday. Nice, nice. Yeah. So that was it. Was nice. nice. It was Very good. cool. So t- tell the listeners about that experience. Yeah. Uh, the actual on the bus thing was fine. That piece Wait, of it so was fine. Background: eight eight black shuttle service is a shuttle yeah. service from Longmont to DIA, right? Yeah, and um, it used to be Green Ride, and Eight Black bought it, and I think the prices went up pretty dramatically because it was well. It's kind of like luxury. It's luxury. It was nice. Is it bougie? It was, it's it bougie. Was, it was kind of bougie. It's um, kind of it's like black seats, you know. But it's I mean, like it's, you know, you get it's a van. It's nice. So I think it's, it's nice. ironic that it's all black now. It used to be green. So yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But, so like the, the unfortunate thing is like you get off the plane and then it's like, oh, the next bus doesn't show up for like another hour, Ugh. hour and 15 yeah. or something. So I sat there waiting for that. And then like the okay, bus or the shuttle on the way the back. The shuttle, whatever the shuttle. Yeah. The, the eight oh, black the, shuttle. The sh- so, so it, it just runs every hour like and a half. A, yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. So it's not well, I mean, if you get off 20 minutes after the last no, totally, one. Please, but I'm like, just saying like okay. it's I didn't realize they just come. I thought you had to schedule it. Yeah, you do. Like you, well, you you do. You like you reserve sign up, but it, it, yeah, but you reserve your spot. Okay, okay. okay. It's running anyway. Most and how of the time. how much is it round trip? Yeah, oh god, it was like sixty bucks or something. Sixty round trip? Oh, uh, let's. Look, I'll look it up. I remember I mean, that's going not like crazy because thirty there, thirty back. It might have been sixty one way. I was gonna say, I bet you it's sixty one way. Yeah, that sounds more yeah. right. And I was like, all right, my brother did. So what I did is I drove down with my brother. And I took the shuttle back, 
And I thought, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. But he parked in like the Fly DIA lot or whatever, which I didn't yeah. really even know a lot about. And it was way cheaper. And if in hindsight, that's what I would have done because I waited like an hour and some for the shuttle to show up. And then we showed up and we got to, we did a transfer or we were supposed to do a transfer in like Lafayette. And it took like 20 minutes. And then we drove to Longmont. And we were basically close to the hub where I was supposed to get dropped off. But then we did this big loop and dropped everybody else off. And like it, it took it took a while to get home. I'll say that. Yeah. So the on the shuttle shuttle's nice. Yeah, that was nice. Um, but yeah, it took a while. So I might just <laughs> I, I would have just driven on my own because it would have been cheaper and faster. Okay. Even though I didn't like. So what's know, a like, like what's an Uber cost over there, too? Oh, I can uh, tell you because we did do it lately. I'm recently. looking at it right now. So. Yeah, yeah, so we had this <laughs> we we were so silly. We forgot that like my husband was trying to he flew to Den, to Dallas for the weekend and we, he booked United on or Southwest on the way there and the JSX on the way back because it worked. Remember the JSX I talked to you about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field or whatever because it worked better with the schedule and everything and just it worked out best. But we weren't thinking he's flying out of one airport and back into another. So now he can't drive there. Like or you have to like and we didn't even or think Uber about Uber back over to the other and parking lot. And it was so dumb. Yeah. And we got like the week up and we're like, uh, how I can't take he was flying out like he had to leave the house at 5 a.m. So it was like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. And so I'm not taking him. And it was just, it was really inconvenient. We were, so, we, it was just to- totally an oversight. And so we ended up having to Uber. And I'll tell you, it costs like $95. It was yeah, I was going to say, I'm looking at Uber X like right now. I think I've just scheduled one. I'll be leaving here shortly, but yes, yeah, um, right. $70. 70 Back to you know. yes. <laughs> $70 to DIA. So if you want painful. the comfort, it's $80. But and for like seventy bucks, it's like I don't, I don't know because that's really hard. Because I had already booked mine, and I if I would have had to do it again, and I, I hate to say this because like it's you know it's a local company, whatever. But like if I had to do it again, and it's fifty five bucks from home or hotel to any address or service or whatever, it's like fifty five bucks. It's like if it, if I could have been home two hours earlier for an extra fifteen dollars, I would I would have done that one hundred percent. Right, right, right. But yeah, right. it's yeah. like it's such a stupid financial decision oh, yeah. to make. Like it's like Sunday afternoon. It doesn't matter. I had a migraine coming on, and like had a full blown one by the time I got home. I like, yeah, no thanks. And yeah. like I was just like, oh god, I didn't want to eat. And it's like, um, it was yeah, it was a rough night. I got home and ate ibuprofen and sat in the dark and like so that's a good dis- on in the dark in the house. So that's a good discussion there. point. Now, like if you fly in somewhere, do you take a cab? Do you take an Uber? Are you a Lyft person? Like, what's your preference? I'm curious. Uh, like just somewhere not Denver. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just a little confused. You're cracking uh, me up. Like, uh, what would be your first instinct? Would it be to go with Lyft, Uber, cab? Uber. Does it depend on the airport? Uber, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Usually I go to see people and usually I just get a ride. So whatever. And if I can't, then yeah, I just take Uber, whatever. Yeah. Or like rail yeah. or something if that's available, but whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, whatever's easy. I don't know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. So, like, so I, I rode with my brother and like most of that was really easy, but the, the trip home was kind of a pain. Yeah. Uh, like, it's very yeah. cool. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. I like I I, when I went curious. to Chicago, what was wild is I, I flew to Chicago and I was meeting some friends there and I'm just like, can you guys just on your way through Chicago, just pick me up at the airport. And so they just like showed up. They drove from like basically from Minneapolis to Cedar Rapids to pick up somebody else. And then from Cedar Rapids the next day drove to 
uh, like O'Hare where I flew in, picked me up, and then we went. So it's like I didn't have to take an Uber on that one. <laughs> really screwed up, drove me back on that way. It's like, oh, cool, whatever. So that was, you know, well, but you shout out to what Brady mentioned before, which is Park DIA. We find that that's like the best, most, like the best deal for parking. I, I will say, like, yeah, I was and pretty impressed. It's not impressed even that bad. You get on that shuttle, like, it takes you right to the airport yeah. fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, if I hadn't. I I never used it, but if I had known about it, I said I'll drive myself. It's relatively cheap. Like it's cheaper they park than you, the they just city stick lots. You. Yeah, oh god, those lots are horrid. I mean, yeah. Those things so are what is horrid. the what's the going rate for that one? The park DIA it varies. It kind of goes up and down, but I've I've had like four dollars to like six or seven dollars a day, depending. No, it's on. not so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put you out in the, the economy lots like, like fifteen. Van. So yeah, yeah. They yeah, have a little exactly. bus ready to go, and, and I think so Pikes like, Peak boom. and the other ones are like eight or nine a day. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is really riveting conversation for those people <laughs> flying into DIA. You'll know that there's economy parking. I mean, different zones, you know. people are learning stuff. That's right. Yeah. That's educational. True. We should get. That's true. Well, the city should fund us. If to, you guys want to pivot, I have an update. All right. Yes, please do, because I've got a couple of other things. Okay. I've got some newsworthy tidbits. Okay. So. so in our last podcast, if you listened, we talked about Altitude Village. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was the um, proposed, what was it? 72 acre something um, development for train athletic training facilities, luxury condos, a whole bunch of different stuff off the table, totally off the table. And it's so funny because we talked about it that day. And the very next day, the whole lot went back on the market and the development was withdrawn from the development logs and development map. And Brady and I were like, what is is going on? It was so crazy, the timing, Mm -hmm. but, um, is that because we actually mentioned it on the show? Yeah, we blew it. We blew yeah. we blew it all up. Oh. It's it's done. <laughs> Curse of the dummies. Yeah. So it's super a super bummer. They were going down the pro the going down the um whatever the road with the city to get this thing going and just at some point pulled out. And from what I understand, there's no final word on exactly why, but um there is suspicion that it might have to do with our cash and loo payment for water that increased in Longmont over this last year. And I thought that was interesting. So when you like do a development on land that um, hasn't, isn't like in the city or hasn't been developed yet, and you got to like give up your water rights back to the city and then the city pays you back this cash and loo payment or whatever. Well, that's what, that's one thing. But anyway, the the price per uh, – the cost basically of water to get water dedicated to your site in Longmont was like something like $18,000 an acre foot. And in one year, it went up to I think 48000 Somewhere around there, it increased 168 percent is what it, what happened, wow. and so it was it was a huge increase in in the cost of water from Longmont, and it I guess it derailed a few developers who were working on various things because it just totally changes your you know your performer and what you're up to. But anyway, I thought that was an interesting bit that I hadn't heard about. So basically, the project itself didn't ink out, as they would say, and didn't work yep. out as far yep. as like them thinking, hey, we'll generate a profit here. Yeah. And I feel yeah. super crushed. It seemed like a really cool it idea. Really cool, yeah. it, it, it is kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I'll say like we have honest to God concerns in this part of the world about water and, and the future. Yeah, it's so um, expensive. But yeah, it did seem really cool. And Kelsey... Uh, my wife um, is a big runner. And so like we talked about it a lot that couple of days. And then it's like, wait. So I looked it up and I'm like, Annie, what's going on? I thought this was going to happen. 
And so it's kind of like, oh, that's too bad. Because we're talking about, oh, it would be like a big training draw and it's kind of neat and like it's cool to see it, athletes It would be a here. really unique feature for the town. I was. It's kind of yeah, an interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like the fitness village, if you will. Like if you're into the fitness lifestyle, like that would be the place it's, for you to like live. Yeah. And it'd be, I mean, like a really big, like I think athletic tourism draw and like training mm-hmm. draw and that type of thing. And we've already got like Olympic bikers and cyclists and stuff who are in the area i mean boulder in particular but this area is it's known for that type of training it's like mm-hmm. oh that'd be cool for runners and bikers and but it's like no it's i mean it's expensive there's reasons yeah. why people yeah. don't move here uh and money is often the, the reason yeah absolutely yeah. you know for me i'd probably prefer the charcuterie village but anyway um <laughs> Oh, but (laughs) yeah, also a shout out, just a couple of quick things too. Um, shout out to Ace Hardware. I don't know if you've seen the center there with natural foods and they redid the whole painting scheme on that. Oh, looks really nice. So shout out to them. Yeah. Looks really, really nice. Paint will do. I know. I mean, just a little thing. You're like paint makes me turn my head and go, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But it's like the makeup of buildings. You know, it's important. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Now, if we can You're maybe get first. some paint analysis, analysis maybe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Aunt Alice is like it's stuck in time in a way that's like almost important. Like it's archived at this point. Yes. You can't change archived. it. It's archived. <laughs> when we were getting some other work done in the house, they they punched through this wall that had been sort of in, encapsulated. And it was over the stairs, and it was like we looked in there, and it was it was just the most salmony. It's insane because it, it must have been. 40, 50 years ago that they you know just box this thing in. And it's like, wow. I mean, talk about a time capsule. It's still yeah, in there. Nice. It's like, oh, yeah. everyone is just, it's like, yeah, wow. That's cool. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I think the paint digs. on old houses is like rings on a tree. It know? is. Kind of yeah, getting really like, oh, well, this was the 70s. And oh, this is the 60s. <laughs> you get to the bottom, you're like, oh, what was, this was exactly. nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to say one of the trends that I liked, I saw it in a house that was for sale years ago, back when houses actually went on the sale on the market. You could go in and tour them, but you know, pre-COVID and that sort of <laughs> we're, stuff. We're kind of getting back to there. Well, we they are, don't have any houses are. to sell it yet. I mean, there's it's so there's, rare that a house is some on the market, though, I've noticed. Yeah. Well, so. I mean, there used to be like dozens at any time in, in yeah, like, yeah, a yeah. neighborhood. And now there's like, yeah. oh, there's three for sale in like this yeah. mile radius. Um, but we went in and she had painted the ceilings in like the bedrooms, like, um, all like a light, like a pale pink and a pale blue, which was very much a la mode, like, um, you know, like the twenties or thirties or something. And, um, it was really cool. So we did that in one of our rooms here and it's, it's just a really subtle touch. It looks really nice. So if anybody's looking for I saw, stuff. I saw a stat yesterday that said like 45% of designers are predicting, um, open concepts to be back out of style. Oh yeah. Like walls yeah. are coming back. People like, walls. <laughs> well, I mean, I just did, I think it's so funny. Like that to me was like overblown. It was oh, like, oh, let's gosh, take this old ridiculous. house and make it an open concept. Oh, I'm like, no, bummer. compartmentalization it's, is kind yeah, of fun it's about It's impossible some of the old to houses. design that by the way. It's like, I need walls for my furniture <laughs> yeah so that's true yes that is yes. true okay yeah. so i had my living room they the worst layout in in brick i t- i guess tvs run around the in the 40s or whatever but. that's the other thing they ever puts above their fireplace and looks so bad I oh and you're just like yeah animals. you're like front row at the movie theater like just staring up at the ceiling <laughs> exactly trying to look at you're supposed to have it at eye level people Go look exactly it up. yes so so we're like we have a fireplace on the one wall and we got like a big open area and there's just nowhere to put. It took us an entire day of literally just picking our furniture up and moving it. <laughs> there's one configuration that works at about 85% and that's where our <laughs> stuff is going to be for the rest of our life because our our house 
like open concept. You have to like make yeah, your a, own walls. It's yeah, so silly. Yes. And ours yeah. isn't open concept even. It was just made in 1940. And whoever designed right. the house just said, whatever, it's fine. We don't need storage. We can put walls wherever we want. It, it's whatever. And it, it's, it's so egregious. And now you go, there's all of this wasted space. There's all this, like that said, there's a reason why like open bullpen style, like office spaces are just, you know, people rage against cubicles. But the other thing is you got to watch Jim like across your desk eating his sandwich, you know, like. Or to, to translate that back to the home setting, I have to watch everyone in my family at all. I mean, I like all, walls. All day, we need yep. separation. We need. I'm not saying we all need to be like one in your rec room and one far away in your basement, but there's a reason for walls. Yeah. You don't need to all be in one room. Well, and it's just, it's comforting. It's cozy. I mean, there's it's a coziness cozy. that comes about it, you know, and really at the end of the day, what's the main room that everybody wants to hang out in anyway? It's the kitchen. Kitchen. Right. Yeah. So, and I mean, as long as the kitchen is somewhat here. spacious, I think you're good. Yeah, yeah I, right. I would agree with that. There's a reason yeah. why I can be here howling into this microphone as my wife is still, <laughs> right. you know, at work. Two there's away. a wall? Yeah. Yeah, there's two walls in the way. Yeah. And so, like, she knows I'm in here making noise, but she's got her <laughs> headphones and can close a bunch of doors and stuff. And it's like, that that makes life work. But, you know, yep. contract contractors love that stuff. So, like, I know I talked to a construction person oh, about right. open concept in schools. Like, that was a big thing. Open space when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to elementary school and all of a sudden they tear down the walls. They'd be like, it's an open concept. Like, all the grades are together. And oh, God, suddenly yeah. they realized that that was a bad idea and they put more walls up again. So, I mean, yeah. it's just really funny. Tore There's the walls business. down, <laughs> then put them back up again. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. the one kid that's disruptive in the one classroom <laughs> is now disrupting the <laughs> yes. entire school. Butts. And then there is no like way a- I I was so we had an option of closed or open and my mom chose closed for me thank goodness my brother went to open and it was like it was night and day there's no way I would have survived in that it was the chaos it was just crazy chaos yeah. over there, it's so. like I mean melee and scrum are not the words you should think of when you're no. going what are my no. children experiencing at school today <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, little, yeah, quick update. Um, creative framing is moving. So oh, if you know where creative framing is 15th on 15th and, and Main, yeah, so they're going to move across the street. So they're going to be at the Victory Church building across the street. Oh, the oh, white okay. one. That's 1520 yeah. Main or whatever. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that's really like, pretty cool. So they're going to move cool over building. there. Um, I think that's a great move. So it's really cool. So. That building's awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm it looks like the, um, the guitars, etc. move is underway, which I believe we talked about. It does. About. I see some, like, moving trucks and other things. I'll and, see mm-hmm. the, the display is pretty funny because it's like a skeleton holding a box. And it's like, you know, very, very up this season. Like, that's funny. Like, that's, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he's moving up to whatever by, uh, whatever's up there. Like a My neck of the woods, the liquor store and the yeah. dollar store kind moving of Moving into the old Tuesday morning space that's been yeah. shuttered yeah. for a while. Do we have any word yeah. on what's happening with the, the current huge guitars, et cetera, space? It's for lease. It? It's like 15,000 square feet. That's it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. And yeah. 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 TBD. It's a Brady's gluten-free bakery site. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. Yep, that'll be plenty. I just, <laughs> I've been looking for a space big enough to <laughs> supply all the demand that's pent up in Longmont for Somebody's delicious gonna have to gluten-free like confections. Subdivided um, or something. I don't know what they're going to yeah, have to do, yeah, yeah. but it's huge. Yeah. 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 Um, I've got two pieces of restaurant news. Yeah. One is, have you guys heard about this new Kazoku that opened? It is a Japanese restaurant, and... The address is 2937 17th, and I believe it's the old Thai kitchen. 
Remember oh, that yeah. right there? Yeah. And that has been opened by, I think, the same people behind there. I'm trying to like understand a little bit more about it, but they just opened and it looks super legit. It's oh, like, cool. And, and they renovated the whole patio and have this great outdoor oh, area. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. it's awesome. And yeah. so, because it's a standalone little building there, right at the corner of like 17th and mm, I, like Northwestern or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Harvard oh, yeah. or whatever those. those yeah. yeah. And so it's authentic Japanese cuisine. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's pretty cool. So for those people who are live out of town and are listening, you know, we have this area called Longmont Estates where every every street is basically named after a college, not like an Ivy League college, you know. That's a nice area. Here, here, we got something from, this is from Instagram. It says, after nine years of giving my dedication to serve the food with care and passion for Meili Thai in Longmont, I've decided to make some changes and start the new amazing journey. Very excited to announce that we are opening the new Japanese cuisine very soon. And it's a... yeah, so it's the same guy, Bom Sroy Malai. Ugh, I'm just botching that so bad. Yeah. Um, I can't help you out, though. Former so. Thai yeah, I know. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. so totally. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to check it out. I love Japanese. That's really cool. I kind of was I was hoping you'd say Korean or Vietnamese, but, you know, it's it's cool. Yeah, oh, Japanese, I love Japanese food, though. Yeah, yeah. authentic, not yeah. just like Because we're we actually know? have a really good plethora of Japanese food that I think is pretty good. So, yeah. You mean in, in Longmont? Yeah, I think so. Who? Let's. You mean the? Well, we talked about the sushi place. At, yeah, know. generally, I think we're probably talking more about sushi places than right. we are anything right. else. So but if you're looking like for just, some other dishes that like are truly Japanese, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like in fact, none of the pictures I see on Instagram are like sushi rolls. From, oh, like, thank goodness! Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So that's exciting. And then, um, I think that maybe folks, you will have heard this here first, and it's not totally completely announced, but. Uh, Longmont is getting a food hall. Oh, wow. And it's not, I don't know all the details, and but I know that it's going to be going into the granary, which is on Emory across from Oh, Whibby. that's a great fit. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, right there at Whibby's uh, at Emory and 2nd, mm-hmm. and across from Whibby's, this old, it looks like a shuttered, like, mill site and that's being redeveloped by some of the same developers that are busy with stuff down um in the south main station area and they've been trying to track like some sort of operator there for a while and it looks like they've got some food hall operator that's established in colorado and they're getting they're going to move in and the fence recently went up i think the construction fence around that whole property so that'll be totally renovated and oh, that's it. exciting. Have you ever been to, I know it's in the Rhino area up in Denver. There is a market concept too, where yeah. there's different markets in there. Yep. Yep. And the, it's really um, cool. And I can't remember what the name of it is. I'm blanking yeah. on this. And it, I'm blanking it on be... where it specifically is, but. Yeah. yeah. Hang on. What is it called? They have a bunch of Is stuff. it on Larimer, North Larimer? Am I just losing no, my mind No, it is in the there? Rhino. Um, is it called market or whatever? It's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's really cool. But, but, um, I was recently in Chicago and went to a timeout market. So timeout is in, um, there's a, there's one in, in Lisbon, Portugal, there's one in New York, Chicago, but anyway, it's kind of the same concept where you have these really cool, um, kind of food stalls, if you will, that are serving their own really cool dishes and it's really neat. So, right. Yeah, well, I'll be curious if it's more maybe like that, where you have these totally different restaurants. I don't think mm-hmm. there's quite enough for that, or more like Rosetta Hall or something like that. We'll yeah, see no, who's... it's cool. Yeah, shout out to uh, Palumbra, which was a Polish-Colombian restaurant I went to in Chicago. So Nice. 
All long one, all the time. Uh, I think that it's just called the mar- the called the um the market or whatever. Hang on. That's a very modern Denver take Central on- Market or whatever. Yeah, right? and so what? Yeah, that's what it's called. Lawrence Larimer. I can't remember the street. So twenty seventh you know? and Larimer. There we go. See, look at me, Larimer. I pulled that out of my nice hat. Job. Yeah. Good yeah. job. No, but that place so is great. Relevant. Great ice cream, cool sandwiches, other things. I mean, you just walk in there and you got your whole kind of, it's like the modern equivalent of the food court, right? Yeah, it yeah. is uh, absolutely but much more court. upscale. <laughs> it's like, you know, tiny houses are to like RVs, what food halls are to food courts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good. Good one. I feel like Imagine. that's like an ACT kind of test or something <laughs> like that. You know? You know? But, you know, for those who remember this, I do think it's funny. Back in the late 80s, actually in the 80s, Crossroads Mall, the old Crossroads Mall, Boulder actually had a a um, they had a bar in the middle of the food court. <laughs> like oh people were going to hang see, out there and have drinks. That's I mean, like just Rosetta Hall. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's like food court yeah. bar in the middle, but now yeah. it just looks really fancy. You put a yeah, chandelier but, and have like a guitarist over in the corner. Like now it's 2022. <laughs> yeah, but now it's like upscale. Back then it was like there's McDonald's and then there's right, no, just like everything know, is yeah. like white melamine countertops. Yeah. And yeah. Just, yeah it's yeah. like, actually, boy, this is a nice look at the ambiance in here. Fluorescent lights and white melamine. Alley's tiles, huh? Julius and like one of those yes. pizza, Julius. Yes. Baro pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> and like just some really, really random Chinese food. Like Yes. Yeah. Yes. And actually I, thinking back about the analogy, I think that RVs, the modern RVs actually like those um those like extreme vehicles, you know? What oh yeah, like a Earth Rover. Yeah, like an Earth Rover, yeah. like yeah. a new RV. And yeah. and really the tiny house is the new like mobile home, honestly. Yeah, I think so. You know, I'm kind of curious because a know, mobile home you don't own the dirt underneath, and you have true. to like park it somewhere. It's on wheels. It's like insured. And in yeah. fact, I think tiny houses are insured, like mobile homes, like because they're on trailers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And probably just be, be, you know the footprint. The one thing I would love somebody to do a show on, though, just as a quick pivot, is I'd love you know there were big shows there before the pandemic about people moving into tiny homes. You know, like, oh, you right. know, me and my family totally. want to live in a tiny home. Yeah. We got we got eight yeah. kids with us and we're going to live in 400 square feet. And this is amazing. And I'd love to check in now and see how that's going. How did that play I, out? Like, you know? I will say, yeah. I, I know a woman, um, I won't call her by name, but she's one of my favorite people. And she uh, and her husband and their son live in a tiny home. And God bless her. I don't know how she does it. She seems happy. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Um, pretty creative though. They, they live a bit further North. Um, she works out of like a, like a robust tent thing, like an ice tent or some, something like that. So she'll, yeah, she'll go out there with like a little desk or I don't know exactly what her situation is. Ice tent. Well, you know, like it's like a really nice insulated style tenty thing and that's her home office. And so she goes out there and sort of just takes off for that and lines up these windows and like do that. And she's not always out there, but once in a while. And her son will come out and she's in the type of work that she's very um, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I can also be a mom while I'm working and like these relationships are important. So her son will come up and just like, mom, I need a kiss and stuff. And it's very endearing, but they make it work. And I'm going, my God, you know, we, I was just talking about the amount of walls that I need so that I can do this. And <laughs> with your one thing. person that you know, I know. Yeah. yeah. And my two dogs and my cat, which I just had yeah. to let out because she knows exactly what time it was like one minute before her automatic feeder started going. She's yelling at the door yeah. and I open it and she's like walking out there and the thing's like blowing up. And yeah. It's like, but yeah, it's like you just and I'm, you know, like. I I don't know. I uh, 
There definitely was like a tiny home wave there for a while, and I feel like it has slowed, but there's a lot of tiny homes out there. Like, what are they all doing? Yeah. I'd be really curious to know what happened to those people. Well, like four kids and they lived in a tiny home. Did they just kind of go, oh, now we're in a massive mansion? I'm just <laughs> yeah, curious. Right? Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop having kids. That's just um, a nice little segue. So, well, I have one more update. Yeah. Uh, well, this isn't really an update, but a few weeks ago, you asked us about our Longmont's best kept secrets. And I heard one that I thought was appropriate the other day from a friend of mine who lives in Boulder. Actually, she lives in Louisville, and she's an avid tennis player. She plays, like, several times a week with her friends. She's retired and stuff. She said Longmont has the best tennis courts around. We actually do. We have yeah, a lot of tennis courts, I have never heard that. Too. She's like, you have so many yeah. tennis courts. We do. The ones near yeah. – um, the rec center are amazing and mm-hmm. have huge lights and they're really mm-hmm. nice. There's a ton of them. I used She's to play like, at Car Park place. all the time and Car yeah, Park Car has Park got has some great like ones. Every yeah. park I can think of has pretty good tennis courts. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I agree. Uh, that's a best kept secret. I would also say too, that I've heard like around the McIntosh Lake area, there's a great pickleball court too. That everybody talks uh, about. I'd yeah. be curious where all the various pickleball is. Cause I know yeah. people, in, yeah, near, near my house at Collier Park, there's some pickleballing going on over there. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's the rage oh. now. So yeah. yeah, I know. Have you done? Have you gotten into that, Eric? No, I. You see, I signed up for a class at the senior center because you know, of course, I'm at Ooh, that age, and Eric, uh, that was nice. that was before COVID, and then of course, right as COVID was starting, uh, you know, it was canceled. So oh, better get back on that. I know. I'm gonna have to have to learn, but uh, yeah. you know, shout out to my friend Dave who won't listen to this podcast, but does invite us to pickleball every once in a while, which of course right. we, we try to get there. But yeah, but the name, who knows? the name gets me every time. It's just a, it's a very humorous name. Pickleball? It is. It's hysterical. It is, it is yeah. funny to say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As always, we thank Andy Epler for our music and thanks to David Cutter Music for um, our going away music because I like to say going away. So Brady laughs at me. See ya. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> gotta go. Find us wherever you find your pod content. <laughs> and, uh, you know, follow us. Go into your podcast app and just follow us. They don't do the don't do the subscribe thing anymore they do the follow so make sure you follow us and you'll get your episode in your um app all the time because you want this content you want the traffic reports of long uh, so. yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes of padding <laughs> start off every show thank you Thanks.